Hello and welcome. You are officially listening to the Laugh It Off podcast with Megan Ulrich Krieger. Grab your wine, water, whiskey, whatever, and stay tuned for some good laughs and some tidbits to help you become the best version of yourself. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another week of the Laugh It Off podcast. As we are kind of on our bi-weekly schedule for the rest of summer. So we have today, um, then we'll be back August 10th, August 24th, and September 7th is when we go back to weekly and when I hope to start having some more time to actually do the guest episodes that I've had kind of lined up for a while that I want to do um, to start my new guest series. Um, if you listened to the last episode that came out, I am still kind of working through transitioning into a new job, new position, and so I really appreciate you guys being patient with the bi-weekly schedule through summer. I know you guys are super busy in the summer too anyway. Like, I'm behind on all of my favorite podcasts, so hopefully it's just working out for everybody. Um, But if you are missing the weekly episodes, I promise I'll be back this fall. So, uh... I'm excited for today. I feel like it's one of our more longer awaited episodes. It's a topic we've kind of been talking about on my Instagram stories for a while now and that I've just been thinking about for a long time because it wasn't an episode that I wanted to just riff on or half-ass or whatever. And if you didn't read the title, the topic is body dysmorphia. But what I found is that there is way more personal experience out there about or dealing with body dysmorphia than there is like research, right? Like it's today isn't going to be a super technical, psychological, this is how you get over body dysmorphia episode because like that shit, it that's not, it's not out there, right? There's so much more personal experience that needs to be discussed and in my opinion studied and all that stuff for us to kind of start to find cut and dry answers but hey isn't that all things like body image right (laughs) people's with body image is people's experience with body image is such a spectrum that there will never be a cut and dry way of hey this is how you can feel good about yourself and accept your body it is hard work it is challenging and it is different for everybody so today I'm going to start by just kind of sharing my experience with body dysmorphia with you guys while throwing in a little bit of your guys's experiences that you've shared with me and then so that way we can just kind of sit in some solitude together to know that you're not crazy you're not alone or anything like that if you struggle with body dysmorphia and then I'm going to talk through some tips of how I've kind of overcome it or when I have those moments, some things that I personally do to kind of help um, get over it. And just some of the things that I've pondered on the last couple weeks that I've known I've wanted to record this episode. So let's get into it. I also want to note that before we get into my experience with body dysmorphia, this is going to be like a little unfiltered, like not necessarily, I politically correct isn't even the word. Um, But like, I will probably say things like, oh, I thought I was huge or I thought I was tiny and like insinuating that these mean things, like, please know as we're talking about this, that like, I would never say anything like that today, right? Um, Because I don't discuss bodies in that way anymore. But 
throughout some of my stories, it may come off that way. And then at the end, we'll kind of talk about what I've learned different and just even the languaging and how we think about ourselves and see ourselves and things like that. So just know, I don't know, it might even be a little triggering. I don't, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I hope we can kind of just like talk through it and that you guys can find some solidarity and, um, just community with, with story sharing, I guess. So, okay, here we go. I feel like when I think of my first time experiencing body dysmorphia, it really comes clear to me my senior year of college, but I know I definitely struggled with it before that. But I feel like my struggles before that were more just general body image. With my upcoming guest series that I want to start this fall, I will actually be rehashing out my entire body journey, but we've dove into that in in episodes already before. But I do feel like I struggled with body image in general, starting as early as like fifth fucking grade, you guys. But when I think of like actual body dysmorphia, which is seeing yourself differently than you are, um, seeing your body differently than it is, I really, really think of my senior year in college because that is when I started to gain some weight And that is also then when I started to hardcore diet and dive into like restrictive dieting. But I specifically remember two instances, actually, that made me feel just insecure. And one is we were all, I was with my roommates, we were all getting ready to go downtown. And I don't know if just my jeans didn't fit the same way Or honestly, looking back, I'm like, did I just think they didn't fit? Like, sometimes I think we talk ourselves into seeing the way our clothes fit in different ways, too. You know what I mean? And so I remember feeling super insecure putting on any of my jeans that night, and I couldn't find a top to go with it. And I literally just thought I was huge, okay? And again, that's where I'm like, it's so cringy for me to even say that because it insinuates that being in a larger body is a bad thing. And I just cannot, I can't even bring myself to say it. But anyway, that in in that moment, before I knew what I know now, I thought I was huge and I like, I didn't want to go out. I don't know. I probably didn't even go out. I couldn't find anything that I felt good about. And I was just staring in the mirror. And also you guys, like the fact that you can look different in all different sizes mirrors prove that they're not a valid like (laughs) they're not a reliable source (laughs) and I definitely had one of those cheap ass mirrors in college that didn't give you a proper reflection (laughs) um but yeah I remember that and that was that was like that was I think a pivotal moment when I was like I want to explore ways to become smaller to lose weight Um, another moment I had that year in college, I was with a friend or had a friend over and I was getting changed and I noticed them like staring at me funny. And immediately I was like, I look huge. And they're like staring at me. They probably literally weren't. And those are two things that I remember that that was my pivotal moment to where I was like, I need to do something about this, right? I need to fix this. We're going to get into the topic of fixing your body and all that fucking bullshit. But anyway, 
that is my senior year of college. I remember seeing myself every time I would look at myself, I I would think that I was so much bigger than I was. And in that time in my life, I was like thought of it as a problem that needed to be fixed. So then we dive into dieting. I had been an on and off yo-yo dieter all of my life, but I had never fully like committed to a program, right? And this was the first time that I had committed to a program and embarked on a weight loss journey, if you will, which is aka just basically a starvation diet where you cut out a necessary macronutrient for your body and ruin your metabolism for the rest of your life. <laughs> I'm not bitter. It's fine. Um, okay. And that, though, the dieting and intentional weight loss experience mixed with body dysmorphia is a fucking trip, you guys. And if you are somebody who has ever lost weight, gained weight, gone on a weight loss journey, like where your body has actually changed, that I think is where you really hold a mirror to your experience with body dysmorphia because it's so hard to see that change and it causes so much rumination and overthinking and spiraling when you know so like for example me me on this weight loss journey like I knew I was losing weight. The scale said I was losing weight, but I never saw it. I didn't see it as as myself losing weight. I still saw myself as the quote-unquote huge person, and that can be so damning. I think that is literally sometimes where disordered eating, intentional weight loss, dieting can sometimes spiral into full-blown eating disorder territory because you think the restriction you're doing is not enough because you can't see it. So you, it will never, and I've said this in many podcasts before, if you're not actually happy with your body as it is right now, changing it is not the fucking answer, right? Because you won't see it. And in fact, sometimes I think trying to change it makes it fucking worse because you're sitting here, you're like, I'm doing all of these things, I'm trying to get all of these results, and I don't see it. So what I'm doing is not enough. Because if if you're not enough as you are right now, nothing will ever be good enough. I'm telling you that. Straight up truth, from my experience at least. And so then you think you need to restrict more or work out more or do more of this or do less of this. And it is a spiral into poor mental health, poor body image, enhanced body dysmorphia. And it, so that was a trip. Like I, I did not, not once when I was like my thinnest or when I was dieting, did I see it as that. And now looking back, isn't this funny how it always works? You know, when you look back on your like high school pictures and you're like, oh my God, I thought I was so huge in high school. When I look back at that time when I was dieting, I'm like, I was thin. And I've never really been thin my whole life. I was like, now I look back and I'm like, holy fucking shit. And I like look at those pictures and in those moments, I'm like, I still wanted to lose like 30, 40 more pounds. 
Like, what the fuck? That is insane to me to look at those pictures now and be like, my, I was never once happy in those photos because I was still wanting more. I was still wanting to be smaller because I wasn't seeing myself as I actually was. Like, I promise you becoming smaller, losing weight, pursuing like all of that stuff, it will not actually bring you happiness if we're not happy as we are now. Um, so that was a trip. That was a rabbit hole. Um, gosh, I wonder, I wish I could say more about that. I just remember it not being a very good time. <laughs> uh, okay. And then we quit dieting. We gained some weight back. We're really happy. I would say that period of time was decently okay because I was getting my metabolism back on track, which included gaining weight because I had restricted my body for so long. And then I do remember there, I do remember there being a few times where I was like, unhappy with how I looked in photos and things. But that was, again, then we're just back to like generic body image issues. I think I knew in that time after I quit dieting, but before I started again. So we're going to get there. It wasn't a spiral of like body dysmorphia as much as it was just kind of like general dealing with body image stuff, right? Um, And then for those of you who are aware of my body journey and stuff, I do end up going back to that same diet one more time during the time of our engagement because, you know, everybody's got to lose weight before their wedding, right? No, fucking false, right? And same thing. I, I go back to the same thing where I'm I'm not seeing results. I'm not seeing myself as I really am. And it was the same old, same old rabbit hole where you are restricting yourself and then sometimes even binging and then you're beating yourself up and you're not happy with your body and it's not a positive time of life. And then basically wedding comes and I quit like cold turkey. So wedding year was 2020. 2020 is when I kind of start dabbling into the body positivity stuff. I start exiting from diet culture and diet community. We get married and I basically like quit cold turkey. And from there, I did gain a little bit of weight back, but not as much as the first time when I first quit dieting. Probably because I didn't lose as much as I can die. If you didn't know, 95% of dieters gain their weight back, if not more. And dieting is actually the number one indicator of weight gain. So that's some fun diet hacks for you guys. Don't, Don't pursue... Intentional weight loss and restrictive dieting, it will ruin your metabolism. <laughs> so then here is where we get into some of my body dysmorphia, like switching. And some of the some of the body dysmorphia that I still kind of struggle with today. And so at some point, somewhere along this line, these lines, I quit dieting. I dive deep into the body positivity community. I dive deep into spreading that message, helping women with confidence, building my own confidence, um, kind of getting over my own body image and loving myself as I am. But what I now 
sometimes occasionally struggle with is not actually seeing myself as bigger as I am anymore, but sometimes I see myself smaller. And that is fucking weird to me because I am the biggest, at least I think, Literally, I don't even know. This is so when I did this poll on Instagram, I was like, what kind of like body dysmorphia do you struggle with? Seeing yourself bigger as you are, smaller as you are, or like you literally don't even know at this point. I would say I'm probably more in the camp of like, I literally don't even know what my fucking body looks like. Um, But I think because I feel confident in my skin and I'm confident in my body that that sometimes translates to seeing myself as smaller. And the reason why I think this is still fucked up is because I think we all are still under this belief of like, we need to be smaller in order to be confident. Like, I think I still deep down have some like subconscious beliefs of like, oh, you can't be like the biggest you've ever been and the most confident you've ever been. Like the the theory or the concept of that coexisting is still so foreign to me that I have to like convince myself that like, oh, I'm smaller or I'm proportionate or I'm like slim thick or whatever in order to like have the confidence that I have. So that's where like I there's no form of body dysmorphia that is like good. Okay, because I think some people would be like, oh, I wish I could see myself as smaller. That sentence, though, that is still the problem. This is the problem with body dysmorphia is that we think our body, it originates with the belief that our body has to look a certain way for us to be confident, for us to be happy. Like whether you're seeing yourself as bigger and you're like, oh, I I need to be smaller so I can be happy. Or you're sitting here and you're like, oh, I wish I saw myself as smaller than I am. Um, Like it is fucking nuts. It is fucking nuts. It is a trip. So that is kind of my, my experience thus far with body dysmorphia. Now here are some things that I've had to come to terms with that I wanted to share with you guys if you are somebody currently currently struggling with this. And one, I think the problem with trying to figure out like how can I overcome body dysmorphia is that I think we have to believe or we do believe that we have to see our bodies as they actually are in order to overcome body dysmorphia. I don't think that's it. I don't think you'll ever really see your body as it truly is because as I stated, every fucking mirror out there is different. Every camera angle is different. The outfits you wear can make you look different. Um, The level of stress you're under can make you look different. Your hair color. Like, I don't think we'll ever actually see ourselves as we 100% are. And I... I don't think it matters because I think when we stop looking and seeing our bodies as an object to be analyzed, that is how we overcome body dysmorphia. When you can get so confident and comfortable in your own skin that it no longer matters to you what your body looks like, that is when we can overcome body dysmorphia. You don't have to go out on this search, this seeking of I need to see my body as it truly is because it fucking doesn't matter. It shouldn't matter. The size of your body should not matter. Your body is not 
an object to be analyzed, or a project to work on. How I mentioned my original instance with body dysmorphia when I was seeing myself as much larger than I was, and I'm like, I need to fix this. You'll never see your body as it truly is or be happy with it if you're constantly looking at things to fix about it. It is not an object. You know, when you're driving down the street and you're like, oh, that's a big house or that's a small house like that. No, those are objects. okay? or like that's a huge coffee mug. This is such a stupid example because I'm looking one at my table right now. Or that's a tiny little petite coffee mug. Those are fucking objects. Your body's not an object. Your body is a home. Your body, like, literally is everything. It's everything, but it's nothing at the same time. Your body protects you. Your body allows you to do cool ass shit. Your body is your home. It's where you live. Your body is like, an, it's like, a, it's a human. It's an entity. You can even think of it as a person. Like, you would never, the way you sit and look at your self in the mirror and you're like, oh, I'm so huge or I'm so small or blah, blah, blah. You would never say those things to your best friend. So why do we say them to ourselves? So that was my biggest aha moment with all of this body dysmorphia stuff, though, is that I think when we can stop caring and stop even making it about the body and start making it about ourselves and focusing on the life in front of us and living in our body. So many of us are stuck living outside our body. Outer body experience and watching yourself from the outside looking in is not a way to experience life because it pulls us from being in the moment. You want to be in your body no matter what it fucking looks like. It doesn't matter. It doesn't make you prettier. It doesn't make you more confident. It doesn't make you more worthy. None of that shit matters. But living life inside our body is how we can experience life to the fullest. So to kind of recap that, some things that I've kind of come to terms with and wanted to share with today about body dysmorphia and how to quote unquote overcome it. One, I think we have to stop looking at it as a challenge to overcome. What we need to overcome is not loving our bodies as it is, like not loving ourselves in the skin that we're in right now. So one, stop making it about your body. Because our bodies are all, our bodies are always going to change. So we have to, even though it seems counterintuitive to be like getting over body dysmorphia is by stop focusing on your body. That, literally, yes. Your body is the least important thing about you, right? The, your physical appearance is the least important, the least cool, least interesting thing about you. So stop actually making it about your body, okay? Get into your body, living in your body instead of living out of it. And then also switch some lighting, like I mentioned a few times before. If you're still seeing being quote unquote huge as a bad thing, you're going to struggle with body image, okay? If you are still seeing being super thin as a bad thing, like you're going to struggle with, like if you're letting these physical characteristics mean something to you, you're placing value on these certain characteristics, you are going to struggle with the way that you see yourself. So we need to switch the languaging. Um... God, I could deep dive into that. There's so many episodes about this, so many of my Instagram posts about the way that health and weight do are not equal to each other. Like the, the things we can unlearn that society has tried to teach us about physical appearance, about bodies, about body image, stuff like that. 
So unlearning some of those things, exposing yourself to all types of body shapes, sizes, colors, and abilities, exploring different news feeds, all of that stuff is things that we need to do. And that's why I said it's work. It's a different experience for everybody, but it's fucking work. There's no magic pill to to having great body image or to having confidence. And if there was, I would package that shit up and I'd fucking, I wouldn't even sell it. I'd give it out for free, but it doesn't exist. Um, so you got to put in the work, right? It is a journey to get to a place where you can accept yourself and be patient with yourself on that journey. On that journey. I still have instances of bad body image days of body dysmorphia. It's it, again, it's not a one and done magic pill. It is definitely a journey. So I'm going to leave you guys with that for today to munch on a little bit. I hope it was helpful. Um, just being able to know and hope you find some good nuggets of information too to take forward with you so I love you guys so much thank you again for all of your patience and support um with me I'll see you guys back here in two weeks which is going to be August 10th okay love you guys bye